Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us on the We Thrive podcast, where we share stories from entrepreneurs around the world who are creating an impactful legacy. I'm your host, Casey Clark, owner and chief growth officer of C. Clark Consulting. And today I have the pleasure of introducing Allison Bamba, who is a psychologist in private practice here in Frederick, Maryland. So I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to join you today. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you. Well, I grew up in a very tiny little town out in the middle of nowhere, um, outside of Erie, Pennsylvania. And I relocated to the DC metro area to attend graduate school in 2001 and um, eventually landed in Frederick and fell in love with the community. My husband and I live in downtown Frederick and we love living here. I love living and working in this area and being an active member of the community. Professionally, I joined a group private practice right out um, right after I graduated with my doctorate, and I stayed there for about nine years before branching out and opening my own independent solo practice here in Frederick. Um, I treat children ages three through young adulthood to about 25, and I specialize in the cognitive behavioral treatment of anxiety disorders and OCD, and also do grief and loss work. Awesome. Very, very touching. I have a, a, uh, a soft spot for those with anxiety, so um, I definitely appreciate that that's your focal point. So as you know, uh, the name of our podcast is called We Thrive, so tell me a little bit about what the word thrive means to you. When I think of the word thrive, I think about flourishing, you know, like living your best life. Um, for me, thriving is living with intention, so living a purposeful life, a happy, healthy life. Um, I think it requires resilience to be able to endure difficult things and challenges and to recover and go on. Um, for me, I feel like I'm thriving when I am balanced. Mm -hmm. So when I'm taking care of myself, both physically and emotionally, when I'm maintaining healthy relationships and succeeding in my business and really just doing my small part to help make the world a better place. So I think thriving probably looks different to everybody, kind of means something different to everybody. For me, though, so that's what it is. It's about balancing those kind of things that I value most. Yeah, and I love how you brought in, you know, different areas of your life. It sounds like, you know, you um, have to feel good in, in all those areas um, in order to feel like you're thriving. So I love that. Yeah. You have mentioned resilience. So talk to me a little bit about some obstacles that you have faced while trying to thrive, either professionally or personally. It's interesting because I... I can identify some big ones now looking back, you know, but I don't think I realized at the time that they were obstacles, which is probably true for a lot of us. But to be completely honest, there were two rather significant challenges that I experienced that absolutely held me back and kept me from thriving. Personally, my previous marriage was pretty toxic and really got in the way of me being my true self. Um, I was not living my best life. And didn't realize that until 
uh, I ended that relationship and kind of rediscovered who I truly was all along. And professionally, maybe similarly, when I continued to work in the group private practice for so long, it, it kept me from thriving and quite honestly, probably interfered with my ability to be the best psychologist that I can be. So owning my own business allows me to be in complete control. So quality control, you know, making sure that I'm running an ethical practice and providing really high quality care to my patients. Mm -hmm. It allows me the freedom to focus on treating the things I want to treat, treating the things that I'm best at treating. So um, I think those are probably two really significant, you know, challenges that okay. kept me from thriving. So if you don't mind, I'd like to go a little deeper. So you mentioned that you have really gotten in, you know, to the things that you want to treat. What got you to that point? Like, how did you know this is really what I want to focus on in my practice? So that's a tricky question. You know, when I first started practicing, I was treating pretty much everything, right? Whatever came my way. But I was finding that I was enjoying treating anxiety disorders and I was enjoying sitting with people as they were experiencing grief. Um, I think it probably has something to do with the fact that both grief and anxiety are human conditions. Mm -hmm. They're, they don't have to be psychiatric in nature and we all experience them. We all have anxiety, grief is inevitable. And there's something that's so sacred about sitting with someone who is experiencing intense grief holding space for them and empowering young people to be able to develop skills so that they can be resilient and go on. So I think there's just something about this human condition, you know, that really pulled me. So when I find that I'm like looking forward to, you know, those appointments more than the others and finding that I'm better at treating those things, quite honestly, I just kind of slowly honed in those areas of specialty. And those are the only patients that I will accept now because that's what I'm best at. You know, I am not as great at treating the other things. So it just kind of worked itself out that way. Yeah, that's awesome though. I think, I mean, kind of going back to thriving, like when we're in our zone, so to speak, I mean, it's just, it comes natural. Like, you know, it's easy for us to thrive then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So what resources have you used as you have become a better psychologist and a better business owner, or even maybe a better wife? I think um, probably my most valuable resource is connection, human connection. So on a personal level, I have wonderful friends, many of whom are psychologists, which is wonderful for me, you know? <laughs> Um, professionally, I'm connecting with others all the time, connecting with my patients, but also connecting with other providers of care, um, whether it be pediatricians or psychiatrists or clergy or educational staff so that I can provide comprehensive treatment. Um, and then on a community level, connection is really important to me too. I really enjoy being an active member of the community. Um, I enjoy volunteering, giving back, meeting new people. And my best days are the ones where I go for a walk downtown and run into a dozen people that I know from the community, just acquaintances even, you know, um, neighbors, friends. It just brings me joy. And I love that sense of community and feel like I have a role here. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I see that you're a big part of the Mental Health Association here. And um, I feel like, I mean, community gives you that connectedness, but there's something about MHA that to me just, it's like a whole different level of community. So it really is. I've, I've been on the board and various committees for several years now. And some of my best friends I've made by, you know, volunteering with MHA. And I think we just share that desire to help and we see the importance of MHA's mission. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So speaking of the desire to help others, what does the word impact mean to you and how are you making an impact in the world? I would hope <laughs> that my hope is that I'm teaching young children the skills to be able to tolerate the discomfort of anxiety, grief, perceived failure. I'm, I'm hoping that I'm teaching them the things that most of us had to figure out on our own in our 30s and 40s, if we were lucky, so that they can have an easier time flourishing and thriving in life and growing up to be happy, healthy, contributing members of society. So I would hope that that is the impact that I'm having. I love it. And you're right at the core of that. I mean, you know, so many of us were kind of like within arm's length, but you truly are at the core. So I definitely admire that. That's awesome. So what are some nuggets that you have for us? Like I'm picking up so many different things from you, especially around those relationships. <laughs> So do you have any specific nuggets that stick out? I think that, I guess it's going back to living with intention and living, you know, a purposeful life, whatever that means for you, right? So I think it's helpful to try to identify your top values that are most important to you, the ones that you hold dear, and to create the intention to, like, incorporate those into daily life just to be mindful of them. Yeah, absolutely. So any other nuggets or any thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners? I think it's important to take healthy risks and to embrace the uncertainty and to lean into the uncertainty sometimes because yeah. change is scary, um, but it's inevitable. You know, I think about, I think change equals loss equals grief. You know, it kind of all circles back to that for me. <laughs> but um, we have to be brave, right? We have to do things that make us nervous um, because that's when wonderful things happen. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree. Awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate you being on our podcast and it's been wonderful learning more about you and how you're helping others thrive. So thank you again. Thank you. You're very welcome. And I'd also like to thank our music sponsor, Stephen Lamar Moore, who produced the music for our podcast. So uh, we'll leave listeners with um, just how they can contact you. So whether that be Facebook, your website, if you'd love to share those, that'd be great. Sure. Well, my website has all the information. It's www.drbomba.com. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Allison. And it was a pleasure. Likewise. Thanks so much. You're welcome.